Hi guys, welcome to the Journey Through Med podcast. This is a podcast dedicated to mentoring and motivating international medical students. And on this podcast, we'll be speaking to international medical graduates as well as international medical students to bring to light opportunities and information that will be beneficial on your journey through medicine. I'm your host, Blessing Tonyava, a third-year medical student in China. This podcast promises to be informative, enlightening, and motivating, so be sure to follow us and share the episode. This is the Journey Through Med podcast, and your journey is a story worth telling. Hi guys, welcome to the 26th episode of the Journey Through Med podcast. I hope you guys are doing great. And I'm fine. I'm fine. Joining me in the studio today is Alex. He's a sixth year medical student at Central South University in Changsha. Welcome to the podcast, Alex. Yeah, thank you for having me. My name is, my full name is Anya Yotmechko Alexander, but most people just call me um, Alex or Kenny for short. Anyone is fine. Mm, okay. And I wanted to ask you, what does Anyonyo mean? That's your surname, right? Yes, yes. It's from what I've been told from my dad and uh, my grandfather, it means I am settled. (laughs) Yes, I'm settled. So you are Igbo? Yes, I am. Okay, so I got that from Kenichuku. Okay, okay, okay. So uh, before we get into what we are going to talk about, we have the random question session. So you get the opportunity to choose two numbers uh, from 1 to 17. Let's see. 17? Yes. I'll take three. Okay. Three says, if you could live anywhere in the world, of course, other than Ghana, where you are living now, where would it be? And why? Anywhere in the world, yeah, that's a really hard one. No, no, I would say, I mean, if I have everything that like I require, I would choose, uh, I'll choose Tanzania, I think. I mean, it's Tanzania, why it's in, yeah, yeah. I mean, I've always like, I've always wanted to be close to home, I don't want mm-hmm. to be like too far from Nigeria, I so I was always like West Africa, but aside from Ghana, I mean, it's mm. towards the east. Um, Tanzania is like my best option, you know, they have like safaris, the, the architecture, the place you see, if a lot of foreigners are there and yeah, they speak English at least. Maybe, yeah. Okay. It's a, it's a good place. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, okay. So shout out to all the Tanzanians listening to this episode. All right, so your second number. Uh, 15. Okay, which organ is nature? Let's see. To the heart. The heart? Why? Yes. Oh, how? When, because of every blood that has been pumped around the body, like, you know, it's all, it's all passes through the heart. So the fact it can handle this amount of work, it's mm. really like, show how strong it is. Yeah. Mm. It's very cool. complex. Organ. Yeah, so the powerhouse of the body. Okay, nice. <laughs> All right. Um, so 
you are a sixth year medical student and but you are currently in Ghana. Yes, sixteen right now. Okay. Aside being a medical student, who is Alex? What do you do? What do you like to do? Don't you like to do? Uh, what I like to do, I'll say, first off, uh, um, friends. I like talking with friends, family, you know, just going out, chilling with friends, discussions, those kind of things there. Uh, I enjoy drawing. Oh. I draw it, yeah. So but you can draw, you can draw me. I can try. Yes. Ah, yay. Like comic arts, not like real oh, life. Okay, okay. Um, um, I like to travel. Like, mm. if I get the opportunity and the money, of course, yeah, I like <laughs> to like see new places. Oh, I did it a lot when I was in China, and also plan to do it as well while in Ghana here. Then, just I go to the gym. Uh, I want it just for health benefits and just to look good. Uh, Okay, uh, so in Ghana, you go to the gym as well? Yeah, just nearby, like three minutes walk. Oh. Mm. Uh, a lot of movies and series, so just usually my personal space and all mm. There's a lot on your plate. <laughs> exactly, exactly. It's really yeah. hard to handle all these things while still trying to study and all. Okay, nice. Mm. Okay, so how has your experience been, or how was your experience when you were in China? Mm, I mean, when I told most people like I was going to China to school, they always like, "Why China? China is backwards." And also, <laughs> even me as well, I didn't know much, but I just wanted to leave the country, like leave <laughs> Nigeria at that point, to just go to study abroad. So still, it wasn't a disappointment when I came the when I came to China. It was actually like it was really impressive from what mm. I was expecting, like the development and yeah. So I um, got my admission twenty eighteen. I came into China October or so. And, uh, I mean, quickly I had to settle down because the exams were just around the corner in December. So mm. I had to study friends, people that helped me with some. Um, booklets to study then uh yeah that was pretty much it and at the end of the day i was happy that i could pass the exams then for study as a whole in china i would say it's actually a good i would actually recommend this because like one there are actually a lot of foreigners there a lot of foreigners from different walks of life different mm -hmm. cultures different cultures. and also it's something i would actually recommend then the fees, the cost is actually is is friendly compared to other countries like yeah. you know like the US, Canada, or China's mm. one is friendly, it's cost friendly. Cost of living there is also good. Feeding, housing, clothing, whatever it is, it's actually good. So it's actually nice. Then also on their part of development, they're actually like on the same. I won't say on the same level, but they're up to the same level as these other countries when it comes to their tech. They mm. have the, the advanced, uh, the advanced X-rays, the advanced uh, ultrasounds and the rest for all these imagings and the rest. So the yeah. hospital is actually up to date. I recently got to know that okay, some of the students that were doing internship there, 
Mm. I see that some of them are actually being taught with uh, robotics. The robotics. Oh. Uh, yeah. Really? Robotics so, yeah. I was actually surprised. It was really impressive. Mm. Yeah. The teachers are friendly, although communication tends to be a problem sometimes. Yeah, yeah. always. <laughs> exactly. But they teach well. Their PPT, their PowerPoints are actually good. And, um, yeah, I mean, you just need to put yourself out there, talk to more students that will show you the way, seniors that will show you what they've been through and how you can go ahead or how you can, how you can handle yourself. Mm. Yeah. That's too much it. Mm. So if you were to summarize your whole experience in, say, one sentence, what would you say? One sentence. <laughs> Um, honestly, because of the COVID and all, it was, I mean, that was one of the, um, it actually discouraged, like, start having regrets, why did you yeah. come here? I mean, aside from that, still, so it was fun, it was worthwhile, it was, I would say it's worth it, I have no regrets about it, mm. the experience, the people I've met <laughs> so far, yes. Okay. I'm glad that you have no regrets because even if you do have regrets, you can't go back in time to change the decisions that you made. So you just have to live with it. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So now you are Nigerian, came to China, and now you're in Ghana doing internships. So how do we connect the dots from where to where to where? How did you even get into Ghana in the first place for your internship? Uh, I have like some of my seniors that some of my seniors did their internship here. Oh, were they Ghanaians? No, no, no. Oh, really? Go yeah. Ghana. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, one of or two classes ahead of me, one of my seniors, he has a YouTube channel. I mean, he has like. I think he has like over 200,000 subscribers right now. Whoa. So he was vlogging his experience doing an internship in Ghana. I mean, I saw it, I saw that it was actually nice. Mm. It was actually what I was looking for. Then some of my, one class ahead of me, another senior vlogging as well. I saw that it was actually nice, close friendly. The doctors are friendly. They actually give you that hand on experience. They allow you to like actually dry the things, put catheters, mm. remove bags and all like I think up to the point of stitching. I assisted in some of the C sections in the obstetrics and the gynae cases. So those, mm. those, so yeah from there I got I was like, okay, yes, it's worth it. And so far like on Twitter, I've also been seeing that uh, uh, the UK and all, they are visiting um, Ghana for like during Christmas or summer breaks. Like, you know, have fun. I was like, okay, I can combine both uh, the tourists, the enjoyment aspect of the educational aspect and my graduate and just come to Ghana. Oh, okay. Like, like, let's come to Ghana. So I made up my mind, discussed it with some of my classmates, like from my school, from my class alone, we are like, Five of us right now. No, six of us. Oh I think, right my now, god! Internship, yeah. Really? Yeah. I thought you were the okay. only one. <laughs> oh, that's nice. We are like six. 
So then how I got about the how I got about applying. Mm -hmm. So um I think that one is is a very easy process. You choose the hospital, you find the hospital's email online, you write mm -hmm. an email to them, you tell them that you want to do the internship there, then you submit your transcripts and other documents that they may require. Mm -hmm. Then yeah, you enter Ghana. Um, go to the hospital, make payments, sign whatever it is. But for me, what I did was, um, because of, I have I had people here already doing the internship. Mm -hmm. So I just told them, like, they should go there to the admin block, the postgraduate department, that they should just hold a spot for me. And when I come, I'll just pay for it. Like, yeah, oh. so that's what I did. So after my exams on January, I started preparing, booked my flights. Because I wanted to come to Ghana first before going back home because it's been like almost five years since I've been in China without going back. Yeah. Since 2018. Yeah. So I decided like, let me just enter Ghana then. Maybe along the line, I'll go back to Nigeria then come back again. So I went to Ghana first. The whole, the whole experience was, I won't really, it was tiring because I was meant to, <laughs> Like, let's say I was meant to go on a Friday. So mm. due to some of the rules, because of the COVID, they were like, I require a, oh. a 48-hour COVID test, the vaccination yeah. test. But I didn't know, but they didn't tell us all this on time. So my flight was denied on, like, on a Friday. So I had to stay in that city. Oh, God, I had to stay in that <laughs> city. I um, stayed there, like, two nights. Went to the hospital to get my yeah. new COVID test there. Mm. Yeah, so now I come back again two days after then my flight was rescheduled. So yeah. I came to Ghana. Uh let's say I arrived on a Sunday. Monday immediately I started the internship already. Oh. Wow. People already started, so they were like just to just join them and not waste any time. So I started yeah, started with pediatrics first. Um uh lucky for me i met like people willing to help me like because mm. i already missed like two weeks worth of classes oh. so the people there I, like i was in the pediatrics department they were willing to help me to catch up mm. with what i missed yeah then like that's how to study but uh, this the specialist that was handling us I would say she, she gave me a tough time on my first day, but <laughs> I think I was, I was to blame for that. My mm. attitude and uh, I wasn't prepared, like, I wasn't prepared with my lab coats and all, so she, like, she oh. went off. So, yeah. Then I, I learned from it. Yeah. But still, pediatrics was, yeah, I did it for, like, six weeks. Mm. So you have the OPD, the emergency, and... They have the house officers, presidents, senior house officers, and especially. So we go on ward rounds, we discuss cases along the way. So as medical students, we just listen. So there are common things you keep hearing every time, the drugs that are common for mm. this particular. So like that, like that. Then once in a while, the person, the specialist handling the ward round or the senior resident handling the ward rounds, like mm -hmm. you know, they ask questions. Like as medical students, what you're supposed to know, they won't start asking like resident type of questions. Mm. So they ask you like questions according to your level. 
like that, you might fail it, but you know that you have to prepare before you come there. Read on yeah. this it's like you see like a group of let's say your classmates now, you're already 10 in number because we are like 10 in my group. Mm. Then you now have the residents, then the house of So in total, you might be like more than 16, 17 going on the world round from bed to bed, patient to patient. Mm-hmm. So those kind of situations, like if they ask you a question that is simple and you feel it, it's it's really embarrassing, embarrassing. yeah. <laughs> so you know that you have to sit up. Mm. So it, it's reached a point of my from my colleagues now, they had to miss the water to avoid those situations. Oh. And, yeah. But then it was, I mean, it was it was worth it. I mean, you learn a lot from the water mostly. Yeah, that's where you come to see different cases. Different cases like currently right now, I just finished my O and G rotation. Mm. So some some of the house officers have never seen like a hysterectomy being done. Like it's a medical process where you remove the the uterus. Mm. So some of the house officers they are already doctors. So throughout their internship and house officers, they they really not seen a hysterectomy being done. So the specialists are always like you should get involved in all these things. Like some of these things you might only see it one time. Once, uh huh. Might see it once and that's mm-hmm. it so it's not like a record they are the recurring ones but there are those ones that comes once in a while and it's good to always like be there to experience it mm-hmm. so after my uh pediatrics rotation i went on to um, public health mm-hmm. so my group mates were divided into groups and all like subgroups for each uh, public health division like the disease control, environmental health, the anti-retrotherapy, mm. then family planning. Yeah, so like that, like that, from department to department, you have what you are learning, environmental health handled by the specialists, disease control handled by the chief epidemiologist, uh, family planning handled by the specialists and that, that so it was, I think that was one of my best rotations because I actually intend to practice in pub, to specialize in public health. Oh. It's what I'm thinking about. It seems more, it's like a department that is more chill. <laughs> and, you know, they, are not always, they are not always angry. The people there are chill. Hey. You don't see them to do things there. Mm. Questions that you can come across, you know, they'll be like, okay, what are the ways you can preserve your food? What are the ways of disposing waste? Those kind of things, yeah. So it's it's uh, it's, it's chilled. Like, <laughs> it's chilled. Mm. So from my public health rotation, I went on to radiology, the imagings and the rest. Yeah. Extreme ultrasounds. Yeah. So we are taught the CT scans and the rest, MRIs. So we are taught how to read the images, how to mm. know the different. How to categorize the images, and um, yeah, it was. I think we did that one for a month. Yeah, a month because it was what well. It was very good mm. because it's needed in other yeah other departments like surgery. You need to be able to locate where the bone has been broken, where the pathology is, and then from my radiology, I moved on to. ENT, ENOs and the throat. So that one was more practice based because you have to be there. You have to be there. The, the specialist gives you 
the device, the otoscope, you view the ears, you see the infections that are there, you see them washing someone's ears. Mm. But we never really got the experience of like a surgery being done on someone's ear. Yeah, but for the just assessing and the rest, yeah, we the experience was nice. Then from the ENT, we went on to the obstetrics and the gynae, the one I just finished mm. last week. Yeah. Was it was a really long rotation, two months worth. So I think, aside from public health, this one was actually nice. It was mm. really, really nice. So a lot of pregnant women deliveries, um, C-sections, a lot of, uh, a lot of sicknesses that can come with pregnancies like the preeclampsia, hypertension, diabetes, and whatever it is. So. You tend to see, like, you know, as the specialist, the specialist in that department is like his his area of um, his area, the O and G. Mm. Like no other, no other medical distance can beat it because it's like you are assessing three people at the same time: the mother, the child, and the father. Mm. So it's like there's no other department that you can assess this amount of people at the same time. That he is the most important. He brings life. <laughs> no, not he brings like he brings like children into the world. Mm. That kind of yeah, it's that's it was it was nice. I mean, I got to um, I got to practice a lot. Like I was, I helped in assisting in some vaginal repairs, some C sections. Um, I experienced one of the nice shifts. I experienced, I think, four vaginal deliveries. Mm. One of them being a complicated complicated one but i mean it went well at the end of the day mm. uh, yeah i'll say so far the the experience the internship is going so far it's mm. going nice so far yeah and i'm starting the internal medicine so yeah it's really nice then aside from the um, educational distance then i tend to find time to you know just go out go to the beach side uh, yeah. Yeah, you need it. <laughs> um. So, how long have you been in Ghana? Uh, six months now. I think I came in January, end of oh, January. So I think okay, okay. Six months now. Mm, okay. Um. So, how do you feel? You know, having to get the on uh, hands-on practice and get to be involved in these kind of procedures that you only read in books in med school and all how is the feeling or how are the feel? feeling being <laughs> yeah uh, honestly it's i mean your first time will always be like you'll be scared you'll be mm, yeah but once you pass that first time you know it goes well your mind has been programmed that yes mm. to keep going well yeah that's, mm. that's just how it was and it was really nice you know when you hear fibroids like fibroids you won't really know like how it looks like maybe mm. aside from but seeing it in person seeing it being removed feel it like my first time that was the only one i've seen the the myomectomy being done mm. so the fibroids were a lot seeing it is like balls and so i think experience is needed you just can't keep yeah reading it everything. is of course so you need to experience yeah it. yeah 
Okay, so as an intern in Ghana, how long are you expected to work? Like how many hours in a week or how many hours in a day? Um, in a day, in a day, I don't know. I can't really give an estimate because it varies. Mm. For me, um, I reach the hospital by 7 a.m. Sometimes we finish by 12. While in some okay. departments, we had to stay till 3 p.m. Mm. Um, last two well, last two weeks ago, I think, I had to do like a 24-hour shift. I stayed overnight. Oh. Um, so, <laughs> yeah, it's usually varied. But I would say normally it's on average, it's like from 6 to 1 p.m. From mm. 7 p.m. From 7 a.m. to 1 p.m. So I will say like 6 to 7 hours on average. Mm, okay. Okay. But did you have any cultural shock or system shock, you know, transitioning from China to Ghana and the hospital system, not just the the system generally, but then the hospital system specifically? Were, were there things that you expected to be in place but were not in Ghana or was there something that you expected to happen but didn't happen in Ghana? Um. That one is, I'll say that one is normal. I mean, you can't compare the development of um, China to yeah. the development of China to Ghana. But yeah, I mean, aside from the, like in Ghana, you hear some of them, they usually give complaints of like this instrument is not enough. Mm. Sick, um, they need more doctors in this area. They need more midwives in this area. So aside from that, it's, you can't really like, Okay, but then again, aside from those ones, then in China you have um, it's before they allow you to assist. Mm, yeah. Uh, yeah, it will take a lot. Yeah. I don't, I don't even think it's possible. So, <laughs> unless the doctor is really yes. nice. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. But in Ghana, you'll be surprised. You don't really know anything, but they feel like tell you to assist mm. because you're not doing. Um, any serious thing, just like since the specialist is the one who did here, just just follow along and listen to to say. Then mm. cultural cultural shock. Mm, do you mean do you mean like from China to Ghana or just like in Ghana just as a Yeah, from China to Ghana because you've never been to Ghana. This is your first time, so. I'm sure you, there were things that you might have been shocked, like, oh, I didn't expect this to be done in Ghana, or, oh, my goodness, is this happening, or something like that. Yeah. Well, okay, let's say from China to Ghana, mm. I mean, the inconvenience increases, that's just the same. The convenience in China with ordering food, okay. the way things are cheap, yeah. we just get around with buses and uh, the subways, yeah. Mm. The inconvenience increases when you get here, but then again, you just manage and get used to the system, yeah. Mm. But then in Ghana as a whole, I mean, I'm Nigerian. We are all just West Africans. Yeah. There's mm. something you see there. But then again, I'm impressed with the safety here. Okay. <laughs> at the gym, I usually go at night. Then I'm usually back. I'm coming back by 10 p.m. in the night. Walking back in the night. I can't try that in Nigeria. Really? I'm trying that to Nigeria. Mm. First, somebody <laughs> No way. But then again, the people are chill, very friendly. Once they hear your accent, you know, yeah. Like, like, <laughs> like, yeah. Nigeria, right? 
I'll just be like, how did you know? They'll be like, I'm, of course. <laughs> but I really don't get it. You guys, I mean, I don't notice it though. Never oh, okay. Me, I okay. See the we see the difference. <laughs> I'm actually Nigeria. They don't see it as well. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. But then mm. again, yeah, people are really chill and friendly. So it's something I really like. And the police is safe. You hardly see people fighting or arguing. Hey. You only see a crowd on the issue. I'm so, proud to be Ghanaian. <laughs> okay. Um, okay, so how much did you pay in total? Um for the whole experience, for the whole internship, like for one year or how many months is it? That's, and how much did you pay? Right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just the internship. Um, it's currently, yeah, I paid $100 a month. So in total, I paid like, oh. they said, it's an internship worth one year. So I paid $1,200. Mm. Yeah. Mm, I think that's, that's fair. That's a fair um, price. Yeah. Hmm. Okay. So, um, let's go into the challenges. I know, of course, there are challenges. What are some of the challenges that you have experienced as an intern in Ghana? Uh, juggling everything. Hmm. You want to travel, you want to chill, you want to watch movies. (laughs) By the time you're from 7 a.m. to sometimes you close by 3 if you have classes in the afternoon. Mm. If you come back, you won't really have the energy for medicine. Let's say you come back 3 p.m., you sleep for 2 hours, 5 p.m. And the and, day is um, done. Yeah, the day is done. That mm. just, it's the, no, no, you just, yeah, I think juggling everything at once is really, it's really an issue. Mm. That's just it. And, um, also, for the hospital, you need to find a place affordable near the mm. hospital. I mean, like okay, to live. live. Yeah. yeah, somewhere that can be easily accessible with like the bus or the boat. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think that just it's for them. I mean, the only issue most people just complain about is just the cost of living. Because most of these things tend to oh, the cost of living. Too. Yeah, it's high in Ghana. Everyone complains about it. Everyone. Okay. Mm. Really know what we expected in because it's an African country. Things are meant to be like affordable and all but <laughs> some extent some things are priced priced in dollars. Like I'm like, bro, come on. <laughs> are you pricing this wow. Hmm. Yeah, well aside from that, I mean just as an an intern. So I think that's not just personal, that's general. So it applies to everyone as well. Just trying to find a balance between hey, social life and um academics or going to the hospital every day. Yeah, so you, you work from uh, Monday to Friday, no weekends, right? Monday to Friday, sometimes okay. on Saturday, sometimes on Sunday. On Sunday, oh, depending really? If you want to, yeah, if you want to come for the shift, like, um, you want to shadow a resident or one of the mm. houses, or a mm. case is booked on that weekend, you just, if you want to see the case, it's your oh. choice. The weekends are your choice, but weekdays are 
obligatory mm, okay okay nice nice um all right so let's let's just go into your day walk us through your day how is a normal day like for you um as an intern um if i i wake up by i mean it varies but on average i wake up like mm. my goodness wait <laughs> I'm telling you, I don't, I don't foresee it. It's not even an alarm or something. Wow, and 3 a.m. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Morning, I just have... So I wake up by 3 a.m. Mm-hmm. I use my phone as most normal people. Or most people. Let me not say normal people. <laughs> most people. Okay. I use my phone a bit. Yeah. Go through, study something like was meant to have covered yesterday. Mm. Study through it just with 30 minutes. Then uh, uh arrange my things, my bag, my shoes, then take a shower, brush my teeth, then I start going. I go with like two other people. We share a boat to go. So we meet at our place, one of your places, then mm. we go together. Then let's say that's it. we start we start at 6 30. So at the hospital. We have morning meeting from 30 or it's so let from our so the world runs tend to start by 9 a.m. or yeah, the world runs tend to start by 9 a.m. Mm-hmm. So we go for the world runs, which sometimes finishes 11, sometimes 12, depending on how busy it was or how busy. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Then um, go for lunch in the in the afternoon, then before we have classes by 12, 30 again, then we have two classes on average in the afternoon, um, each lasting for an hour. So we finish by 3, 30. Then I think that's pretty much it. Then it's done for the day. Then mm. you go back, then, yeah, I go back then I sleep, maybe for an hour or two, depending. Then study a brief one hour, like what I've done for the day. Then I head to the gym, Stay there for like two hours or two hours, 30 minutes or so. Then I come back, shower, study again. Then just study like for 30 minutes or another one. Then before I sleep again, I just like watch a movie or a series, YouTube, whatever it oh. is. So, <laughs> so, okay. I mean, this varies for different mm. days. Yeah. Uh, depending on the time. Mm. Some, some days in the morning, I read a book. Then on the weekends, that's when I have a lot of time to myself. Yeah. Then do a bit of laundry in the morning, watch movies. Then in the afternoon, I tend to study, entering the evening. Then, uh, then evening time, I just go and hang out with friends. Mm. Then Sunday, prayer with the family on WhatsApp. Then um, study again, then chill. And uh, yeah, pretty much it, waiting for Monday again to arrive. <laughs> Oh wow. Hmm. Really Your plate is full. Yeah, busy schedule, really. A, a really busy schedule. And yeah. I now imagine working as a doctor because then they tend to stand to like they tend to stay till five mm-hmm. PM. Yeah. Depending. Yeah. And yeah. you have to do this from Monday to I don't know if they work on weekends. I think they do, right? They do work on weekends. Yeah, they do. If yeah. Like if you're on shift on that, mm. uh, yeah, yeah. I really. Then they also have a, some of them have to prepare like a slide 
like the ONG, mm. the prosthetics and learning. If you uh, if you were on duty the previous days, mm. the next day, the day that for presentation, you have to present all the cases that your team saw wow. for those weeks. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it's like a hot seat. Like yeah. you'll be at the projector with uh, a why everyone is back. Seated. Yeah, like they thought, yeah, they thought, you know, yeah, everyone is back. So this once you like put like um, a particular patient with the case that was done, whatever it is that was done on the person, the C-section, mm. medicine, whatever, especially to throw you a question on that case. Oh. And, uh, it's it's <laughs> really, it's not something you want, it's not something you want to experience. But I mean, yeah, sitting, just you sitting down, yeah, it's good. But if you're there, there. You sit, <laughs> you receive a lot of good mm. help you, good help. Yeah. yeah. Mm. So, overall, how would you um? It's been a good experience for you, you know, transitioning from Nigeria to China, from China to Ghana for your internship. Do you intend on working in Ghana or like taking the medical license exam or something? Um, it's honestly my decisions are all over the place right now. Mm. But then again, if it's not Nigeria, then it's just Ghana. I like the pay from yeah. I like the pay. I like the oh. pay here. Yeah, then considering the how chill the place is, yeah, mm. I like it as well. Yeah, I think it's just something I'll look into more. But yeah, most likely my my decision is leaning towards Ghana. Yeah. Okay. Towards Ghana. Okay. Yeah, yeah, I'll take I'll take the license an example sure if mm. I decide to do it. Nice. Uh one last thing. Are you expected to take any exams of any sort after the entire internship or say after every department? Yes. Yes, okay. every department you are you are tested on mm. what you've learned so far. So they have to be sure that like you know you know what you've been doing throughout the period you have been there. Mm. They are tested. Like just last week, I wrote two tests on the aesthetics and gynae this time. Oh. So yeah, it was a good, it was, yeah, the results were good. And also. Mm. So yeah, you are tested on each department at least before you're, before you're signed off for each department. Yeah. Okay. So, mm. like yeah, I'm glad you're actually having a good time. In Ghana and specifically that hospital, you know, because I grew up in that vicinity. So when I heard that, hey, you're interning there, I was like, okay, okay, okay. <laughs> Just brought back so many memories. But yeah, I'm glad that you are having a good time and Ghanaians are treating you right. <laughs> I mean, you, you can consider it as well during your own. Ah, uh, yeah, internship. yeah, yeah, sure. Yeah, I'm definitely considering it. Yeah. Okay, so do you have any last words or final words to anyone planning on um, interning in Ghana as well? Just someone in Scythia who is even struggling with decisions to make where to go, what to do, and all that. Um, I'll say uh, from my experience right here, I mean, it's not just like African nationals that are here. There are some people from... Um, there's one of my friends from Syria, some people are from America. So one mm. of the girls came from the UK as well to do an internship here. So oh. some people might be afraid 
And also, I'll just say, like, you should not be afraid to take risks. Mm. And you should try new things and all, you know, new areas. You never know what you might yeah. discover. Yeah. And it's, everything comes with a challenge, but, I mean, it's also an opportunity to learn and to grow. Mm-hmm. And failure is not the end. So, yeah, that's pretty much it. So, just try new things. So, that's what I decided. I was like, because this is my first time in an African country, aside from Nigeria. Mm. So I was like, sure, let me just try it out and see what's up. How it goes. Yeah. Mm. So, yes. whoever you are. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Nice. So, whoever you are, whoever you are, do not be afraid to take risks. Do not be afraid to put yourself out there. You know, there are so many opportunities, really. So, yeah, just go for it. Wherever you are planning to do your internship. All right, um, so I'll just go into the quote of the episode for this episode as we round up. And this is from a book that I read, Seven Signs of Life by Abby. And it says, being a doctor is not about aiming to change the world, but about making a difference to one person's world for a moment or a month or whatever amount of time they happen to pass through your hands. What do you think? Can you go over it again? Okay, okay, sure. Being a doctor is not about aiming to change the world, but about making a difference to one person's world for a moment or a month or whatever amount of time they happen to pass through your hands. What are your thoughts? Mm -hmm. Because I usually thought, like, you need to, like, show respect to a particular patient. You need to treat them with dignity and respect, no matter wherever it is they are coming from, even if it's a poor person or a rich person, you shouldn't like, you know, show pride because if you are bigger than this person, you should all show them the same level of respect as a doctor because you deserve that. That's what you're supposed to do as a doctor. So I usually do that. Mm. It's really, yeah, and I love how it said, it's not about changing the world, the whole world. Of course, it's about changing the whole world but it's not about changing the whole world (laughs) it's about making a difference in that one person's life that one person that comes to you with their issue with their problem with their health you know challenge and you are able to help them you know through that process through that journey so it's about influencing them it's about making a difference in their life so it's like um changing the world one patient at a time if i'm to say something like that and that's beautiful okay okay so we bring this episode to an end thank you so much for coming on the podcast it's great to have you thank you for having me yeah this episode has been informative and i believe anyone out there who is wanting to um practice in ghana or do their internship in ghana would definitely find this episode helpful okay Uh, we are done we are done we are done see you on the next episode this is the journey through my podcast and your journey is a story worth telling bye 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 bye